This is the High School Football America podcast for February the 11th, 2020. I'm Jeff Fisher. Heading to Montvale, New Jersey, the Green Knights of St. Joseph Regional. They've spent a lot of time in the High School Football America national rankings uh, since we began them in 2012. And uh, a little while ago, uh, Augie Hoffman, a good, good friend of ours, the head coach there at uh, St. Joe's, left to uh, bigger and better things, going on to Rutgers to be an assistant there. And we've got uh, the guy on the line who's uh, taking his place, Danny Morangi. Dan Morangi. Wow, what a defensive guy this guy is. Uh, he was the guy, the architect, if you will, behind those great Don Bosco prep defenses when they were winning national championships. And three years ago, I was telling him before I rolled the tape here that uh, Coach Hoffman called me up and he said, Jeff, you got to tell this story. We got the greatest defensive guy in Jersey, maybe the country. And uh, we did a little story, and now he's on the line to talk about his first head coaching job. Welcome to the show, Coach. Thanks, Jeff. How's everything? Very, very good. And, you know, I, I, I guess that's uh, where we're going to start with that little lead in there. I mean, when uh, Coach Hoffman calls up and, you know, claims that uh, you may be the best defensive guy in the country as his D.C., <laughs> what do you think about that? <laughs> I got big shoes to fill and a big job to do to make up for it. But, uh, you know, it was an honor. And, uh, you know, I really appreciate, uh, you know, when Coach Hoffman, he was the first person to actually reach out to me uh, uh, when everything uh, happened, and uh, I'm just ex- I was just excited to get to be a part of something, and I, I felt home here. You know, um, then I walked in. I told everybody the football part would be easy. Um, the culture, you know, obviously would be the biggest adjustment, but it was seamless. And the transition's been seamless. It's a great school, great community, tremendous program, and uh, you know, we're looking forward to to big things. Uh, coming in the near future. Yeah, and like you said, like I said before, you guys have got a, a good foundation to build on there. I, I, let's go um, to you know the the the, the title HC head coach. Uh, first time you've ever had it. You've been a DC. That's an important position. But uh, mm-hmm. how 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 have you kind of you know gotten yourself acclimated? Because now you got to take your hands off the reins a little bit, right? You got to let some of those other guys do some things too. So tell me about that adjustment for yourself. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a day-by-day process. You know, I think I've been lucky to have worked with two phenomenal head coaches. Um, obviously, Greg Toll, mm-hmm. legendary coach. Uh, you know, I've been in D.C. With, with him for a very long time, so I got to see how he managed things. Kind of got to see a different perspective when I came to St. Joe's. And now uh, Coach Hoffman uh, managed things. So, you know, both guys extremely successful. So I could take little bit, bits and pieces of each guy's you know, way of doing things and put it in my own, my own, uh, my own way. But, you know, at the end of the day, like you said, you know, the biggest adjustment is going to be going from handling, you know, 30 to 40 kids strictly on the defensive side of the ball to managing 80 kids, uh, you know, throughout the, the, the varsity program. And then, uh, you know, another 30, 40 within the freshman program. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you got to become more of a CEO than just, you know, focusing on one thing. And, uh, you know, the biggest thing is I think we have a great staff, you know, we're, we have a great staff intact. Um, there's some other guys that are going to be coming aboard to to help us out. And you really, guys, are head coach, you got to trust your staff. You got quality people, quality coaches, and that have all been part of a lot of wins. So, you know, when you can, when you have the ability to trust those guys to do things, makes your life a lot easier. Yeah, you, sure. know, you don't have to micro, you don't have to micromanage everything, especially in your first in your first head coaching position. Um, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to overcoach, but you can't undercoach because at the end of the day, you're responsible for, for your program. That's and keeping sure. it in, uh, you know, 
keeping it to where where we want it to be. You know, it's one of the best in the country. Yep, no doubt about that. Dan Marangi on the line. Uh, last year, a little bit lower finish for St. Joe's, uh, number 85 in our national rankings. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, uh, this year's team in, in just a little bit, but um, I, I think we'll continue on the, the lines of the head coach guy. You know, you're a defensive yeah. guy, right? So uh, uh, tell me a little Absolutely. bit about that, how you, you know, you're going to have your own DC or are you going to be your own DC? I, I guess that's the first question. And then if you do have your own DC, how, how much are you going to stick your nose in there? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm not going to be the DC. I have uh, two guys that, you know, one that's worked with me, John Church, who's worked with me for a long time, and uh, Greg Tanzer, who's been a DC in this league. He was a DC for uh, St. Joe's in the past and won state titles here, so uh, with a wealth of experience. So they're two guys that I could trust that are going to keep keep us to where we want to be. But like anything else, you know, I, I don't, you know, I still see Nick Saban and Kirby Smart jumping into D back drills and getting into getting involved, and <laughs> you know, uh, I don't honestly, I'll probably be the same way, you know, I'm gonna be jumping in if I if I see things different ways, but uh, you know, they're gonna be handling, uh, you know, a lot of the day to day and the game day stuff, but uh, I don't think they'd be too shocked if I jumped in the middle of some things, um, <laughs> you know, just just personality. Uh, the way I am too, you know, because I want to make sure we build the team in my, you know, in my image and stuff like that. Um, you know, it's kind of similar to what, similar to what we've been. So, you know, I'm going to probably have my hand a lot in, in most of the things, but uh, you just can't, you just can't do everything. But yeah, so defensively, you know, we got I got two guys that I can trust, and I will have a quite a say in, <laughs> in the game plan and stuff like that. I guess you could say. Yeah, you'll have uh, you'll have some looksies over there on that side of the line. <laughs> Dan Morangi's on the line, St. Joseph Regional, the new head coach there, and uh, you know, uh, again, some some great guys to follow. You you mentioned Coach Tolan Hoffman uh, at St. Joe's. Yeah. Uh, you can't mention St. Joe's without uh, Coach Karsich, obviously. And uh, in the in the news release, the press release that went out, uh, one of the things they said was, you know, you have an excellent vision for the future of our school, and a lot of people around the nation that listen to this know about New Jersey, you know, Northern New Jersey football. It's tough. It's all that, but explain for the listeners out there, what, what is the vision that you have for this school and, and, and football in Northern New Jersey and making sure that, that thumbprint also stays on the national level? Well, the division is, you know, to have a, a program all right, that continues to be successful, not at the, only the highest levels in New Jersey, but, you know, nationally, um, you know, we want to be the best of the best. We also want to create, continue to create an environment where, you know, we graduate well-rounded young men um, through volunteer, through academics, through religious studies. We want, the, we want a well-rounded young man when he graduates here. Our vision, you know, is to every year to put our kids in the best situations, to challenge our kids to, to be the best, whether it's in the classroom, whether it's outside the classroom, in the community, on the football field, and whatever they do, we want to challenge them to be the best. When you challenge kids to be the best, that the high character uh, comes through. And all our boys, when they graduate here, when they go to college, um, like I said, 100% of our kids go to college. They all want, you know, I want them to have high character qualities to stick through the thick and thin of a college lifestyle. We're going to prepare them the best we can. We're the conduit from, you know, to get them to, to college. And we're going to continue that, and we want to be the best at that and continue to be the best at that. And that's that's our vision. Yeah, 
and and that vision you know comes in one of the toughest leagues in the country uh mm-hmm. for people around the nation i don't even have to uh, you know say the other names the bergen catholics yep. the don bosco preps and all that um and, and that that leads me into this question which is a it's a gauntlet it's a meat grinder you see each other uh probably twice a year on a good year obviously and even yep. on a bad year sometimes you see yep. you know if you get a low seed Absolutely. there in the playoffs but i guess my question is this i remember talking to coach hoffman at the beginning of last year before it started you guys were ranked six highly and and augie said man we, we've got a good team and all that uh, seven and four finish mm-hmm. in a tough league tell me a little bit about yep. some of the things that maybe didn't happen last year for you that you're using in the off season to say hey we want 2020 to be a little different well you know i, th- I think anytime you lose in the uh you know in the playoffs you know when you come up short of the goal short of even making it the, the, the championship game um you know it leaves a bad taste in your mouth so our our guys have been working their tails off uh, in off season. Uh, we were two point conversion away from from tying a game in the semifinals or taking a lead or uh, you know like. Mm-hmm. But you know they they're 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 reminded of that you know two yards short, you know all the time, you know two yards. So mm-hmm. you know during their whole training that that's been on their minds. Um, you know last year we had an up and down year. Uh, just inconsistency plagued us. Uh, there were times we looked brilliant. There was times we looked very average, um, you know, for whatever reason. Uh, went to a little bit of a slump towards the end of the year and then uh, kind of got it corrected. But uh, at the end of the day, you know, we just, we just couldn't get it done in the end. And you know, so I think, you know, our mentality now is to finish finish that, that extra two yards, finish that extra, t- you know, two feet, whatever, whatever it's going to take to finish the job. You know, our, our kids are focused on, you know, Making amends for last year, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, getting to getting to the finals and winning the finals. Yeah, and, and you're a lifer. You you understand Northern New Jersey football, and mm-hmm. I ask this of all the coaches from that area that come on, and just because you know, coaches around the country listen, and you know, you you kind of you, there's a little bit of a myth there and all that. But I'd love to hear in your own mm-hmm. words, especially you know, a guy that was at Bosco during the national t- championship years, and that how tough is it to prepare week in and week out for for obviously not just you but the entire league itself. One of the toughest you know schedules team by team in the nation it's it's extremely difficult i mean there is no breather there's no game where you could sit back and say okay we can get some work some younger guys you know, the coaching staffs could take a little bit of a breather and and you know end a little earlier that evening or uh, from the coaches meetings and stuff like that it's just it's a meat grinder the games are extremely extremely physical so health is a big part of it and keeping the kids healthy um, throughout the throughout the season because it's like I said it's it's a physical game week in week out um, and you know there's some of the best coached teams around in the country um, I mean you just look at some of the guys that are coaching in this league or have coached this league I mean there's a lot there's a lot a lot of football wins um, in in this league mm-hmm. uh, and it, the you know the perception is the is reality we go out and play the best. And then not only do we go out and play the best, we come home and play in one of the <laughs> toughest leagues. So it's, you know, it's, it's week to week and it's, you know, it's a grind. Like I said, it's a grind. And the, the big thing is trying to keep these kids, keep the kids up every week. Cause you know, um, you know, you're going to trip and fall and you got to get yourself back up. You can't let it tailspin, you know, and at the, the pressure, obviously with, Hey, you lose a game, all of a sudden you're, <laughs> oh, you stink. You have yeah. no, you know, you got, you got, there's no, there's, 
there's no, uh, you know, uh, so it's just, you, you win a game. Yeah. You're awesome. You lose a stick. There's no in between. Yep. No. You know, I, I try to tell people, you know, that winning in this league is awesome. Losing in this league is terrible. <laughs> you you, you want to get out. Of, you don't want to get out of the bed next day. So if there, there's no in between. There's not no like, hey, all right, we, we played tight. We played a good, good game, but we just came up short. It yeah. doesn't work that way. <laughs> no, I know that for sure. And I remember yeah. when, uh, when Augie brought the team out to California, I had a little hand in getting him out there and you guys played uh, yeah. Sarah. And, uh, and then yeah. I, I got the, uh, when uh, Bergen came down here to play Grayson and all that, and everybody was asking sure. me, so tell me, Jeff, you're, you're, you're a Pennsylvania. What's, what's Northern, Northern New Jersey football like? I said, well, they punch you in the mouth, pick you up, slap you <laughs> on the butt, punch you in the mouth again, and they'll just keep doing that till you fall over. <laughs> and, and, exactly. and at the end of That's both of those it. games, they came up to me and they said, well, you got that right, Fisher. So anyway, yeah. Dan Morangi's on the line, uh, the new head yeah. guy at St. Joseph Regional, Montvale, New Jersey. Uh, let's turn the, the focus now to 2020, which is, uh, you know, always a lot of talent uh, on all the teams. Let's let's talk about what you got coming back, what you're looking at, what you're working on, what kind of boxes you're trying to check in the, the off season. Well, right now we're just trying to get, uh, you know, get, get into our continue our winter uh, strength program. Uh, the kids have been working their tails off in the weight room. Um, and, you know, we're just trying to, to build the, the camaraderie between the players and, uh, you know, and the coaches and stuff like that. So, you know, we're doing a lot of in-house stuff currently, but, uh, you know, I'm really excited for the the kids we have coming back. Uh, you know, I'm excited about the talent. It's all going to start with our guys up front. I mean, when you think of St. Joe's football, obviously it's you know all about the offensive line. Um, you know, there we have four out of five guys coming back, so I'm excited about that. You know, we'll have another two or three guys competing for that final spot and be the sixth man. Um, uh, athletically, you know, you got Audrey Castame, who's I mean, he's he's our workhorse. So we're going to go as far as he takes us. You know, especially on offense, he's he's, he's our guy. Um, you know, running back who's got you know, you name it, he's probably got it uh, offer wise. Uh, and then we have a, a couple other, you know, skill guys. Um, you know, we're going to have a great quarterback competition coming up between three guys. Um, so it's, you know, I'm, I'm really excited to see what we can do offensively. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we got, we got a lot of guys coming back. I think we're going to surprise some people. I think we could be explosive offensively on the defensive side. Obviously we, uh, we're going to replace, we're going to have to replace a bunch of a bunch of people, but we have guys ready to step up because, Knowing that we'd have to replace a bunch, a lot of our younger guys were, were plugged in behind them to help uh, get them try and get them some experience. So we'll have a lot of experienced guys uh, coming back. You know, one of our one of our D tackles, Jimmy Mullins, who was a freshman last year. I think he's rated as number maybe the number two pound for pound freshman wrestler in the country, not just uh, in the state. So he's wrestling a heavyweight right now. Um, as, 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 as a true freshman. So, wow. you know, expecting big things up front from him. Frankie Monty going to be a three-year starter for us, a linebacker, along with Logan Rivera. So we both got both inside linebackers coming back. So, you know, we, we got some, we got some real special pieces there that I think we're going to be, we're going to be solid and we're going to be really athletic uh, on the defensive side of the ball, which is, which is what I like. So the thing, all in all, things are looking up. I expect, I really do. I expect big things, you know, great group of kids. I you know, honestly, I couldn't, walked into a better situation as far as uh you know the type of kids we have and the type of team we have coming back 
Yeah, no doubt about that. Uh, a lot of talent there on that squad. And uh, like I said, that history also pulls you through a little bit, too. Kids don't want to fail and, and, and lose that mantle. Dan Marangi is on the line. As we wrap things up here, um, let's talk a lot of schools, some of the bigger teams, the, the private schools, you know, getting not, not everybody wants to play you. I, I know last year, I think you no. guys signed a, a, a home and home, I think, with St. Francis. I, I hope that's still in place. But uh, aside from the league, uh, you still putting the schedule together? Who do you we're, have on it? Who are you looking no, at? We're, we're per- we are pretty much set. So we do, we did sign the home and home with St. Francis. Um, they're needed that week to actually, I think, I don't know if they're, they're traveling somewhere. I don't know if it's been announced, but they needed that week. Um, so we filled it with, um, it's, uh, I own a prep and for the battle of the bridge, uh, we will be playing in, um, from, from New York. I think they were one of the top five teams in the state of New York. And we also will be opening up with good counsel from Maryland. They'll be coming here. Nice. Um, as regards to St. Francis, they will be our preseason game uh, the week prior to playing Good Council. So August twentieth, we're going to go meet meet in the middle and play a you know a three quarter three quarters worth of a game for a preseason game. So we didn't you know completely drop them and mm-hmm. that stuff. But then next year that'll be back on a schedule. Um, and then we're then we're stacked with league games uh, the rest of the way. So those are those are our two, I guess, out of conference games. Um, the way the schedule lined up is this is a new cycle. Uh, for the schools is uh, some of the schools that we typically would would drop come later in the year, and most teams are in league play, so it's a little tough to get going this year. But uh, you know, we're gonna look to see what we can do again as we go as we move forward. Yeah. Well, and I know, yeah, yeah. I, I just saw that uh, Corona Centennial is going to play uh, St. Francis out there in California, so I'm, I'm sure that's the yeah. reason. It's, it's the, you, And you guys know what that was like last year, right? You guys went out yeah, and played no, uh, Jay Sarah and all that. That's, that's not easy. Yep. No, it's not. It's not easy to take, and and I've done it in the past uh, for my, my former stops. You know, we did it uh, when we went out. We beat De La Salle uh, in two thousand eight. I think it was eight when we went out there. Uh, we you know, took we took a team out to taking the team out to Mission uh, Mission Viejo, Bishop Gorman, out to Utah, and just from those experiences, it's tough to bring. 16, 17, 18 year old kids mm-hmm. across the country and expect them to perform. I mean, there's, there's definitely and just in the same way for those teams come east. It's a, it's a lot to expect. Um, you know, when you're taking high school kids across the country and to be honest, probably a lot of kids never even been on a plane before, <laughs> you know, we have, you have that experience too, which is, which is kind of neat as a high school coach. You get to see these guys coach never been on a plane before. I'm a little nervous. Don't be nervous. Everything's going to be good. Well, you know, as we let you go here, I I thought of one other question. Um, You know, we talked about how good the league is and and, and nationally, not just there. But one of the things that's coming out, and of course, Augie's going to Rutgers. Uh, Nunes went Mm -hmm. to to Rutgers. He had the interim job there for a little bit. Talk a little bit about the coaching quality there uh, in the league. I don't think that's a question I've ever asked anybody. But I mean, come on, this uh, this rags up there with some some of the top college coaches, I would say, depending Uh, on the program, right? Right? <laughs> no, no, no doubt about it. I mean, when, you know, like I, you said, I was, I was a lifer. I'm only, I'm only 41, but I started coaching in this league in 1999. And I mean, at that time it was, you know, it was Greg Toll, it was uh, Tony Carsage and it was Fred Stengel. I think probably between the three of them, there's probably over 800 wins. I was going to guess uh, a thousand, know, so, but yeah, a and, lot. <laughs> yeah. No, then, 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 then add in coach Hanson from St. Peter's and you're over a thousand, you know? So it's, there's between, you know, between four guys that just, that tells you right there, um, 
and guys who've made their, you know, made their bones in this league and kind of come up through the ranks. And you can see the jobs they've gone on to, uh, you know, Chris Partridge one came up and took Prams Catholic. And now he's defensive coordinator at Ole Miss after being, you know, coach at Michigan for years, you know, so Nunzio Campanelli became the head coach of Bergen Catholic and then ended up at Rutgers uh, and became the interim coach for your coach. You know, Coach Hoffman, obviously, he's had opportunities to leave in the past, and this one he didn't think he could pass up. So, you know, he's at uh, he's at Rutgers currently. So, you know, the, the future is, is bright, and a lot of schools and colleges and upper levels have come in here and try and pluck guys away um, because they know the quality of coaches in this league. And, uh, you know, this league wouldn't be where it is without the coaches. Yeah. Uh, this league, you know, I think you've heard Urban Meyer, you know, the mafia of North Jersey coaches. <laughs> That's kind of what it is. <laughs> well, you hate each yeah, other, you're, but you're, you're, you're prideful. <laughs> you're very prideful about that area, right? You hate each other. Oh, but <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, you know, hey, look, uh, most of us are – Pretty friendly, uh, you know, off the field, but right. come uh, that game week, I don't expect any, you know, cordial phone calls. That's what I meant. So. I meant on the field, not off of it. I don't want to put start any rumors out there. I don't need that. Well, Coach, all, all I have to say is, you know, welcome to the family, I guess. Uh, not that you I haven't been a part of it, but now the HC family, yeah. and we're just so happy to have you on the show and, and talk to you, and we look forward to, to seeing uh, what that thumbprint looks like from uh, Dan Marangi well, on the St. Joe's you, program. You got it. Thanks, Jeff. I really appreciate it. And coaches, don't forget, do you have an opening on your staff? Hey, are you looking for your next job? Make sure you check out High School Football America's Coaches Job Board. Just go to highschoolfootballamerica.com. That'll do it for today. I'm Jeff Fisher, and you've been listening to the High School Football America podcast.